I watched the PNC Championship, a little bit of it this weekend, because it was an opportunity to watch the man himself. Uh, I'm talking about Charlie Woods, not Tiger anymore. <laughs> it's hard to watch Tiger. i got a news for you, but I can watch Charlie all day long. And we will talk about that. Adam Fonseca, editor of Golf Unfiltered, joins us. Uh, first time for Adam on the program. Hey, thank you very much for making a little time for us today. I appreciate it. Um, but your, uh, your piece in your blog and on the site, uh, The Absurdity of Professional Golf, spoke to me. Uh, because I don't know that we have spent enough time talking about just what, not what Live Golf has done uh, to, uh, to, the, to the pro game, but I think how it has distorted the minds of even professional golfers. Because what has happened with all the money that the public investment fund has thrown at, at them is that the PGA Tour has pretended that they can react by upping the purses. They just lost Wells Fargo in Charlotte. Like, this is one of the best regular season tournament events on the entire PGA Tour calendar. And a sponsor, which always got a great field, it was an elevated event, and a sponsor just said, nah. We can't do it. I mean, that not that what has happened? Isn't that what Live Golf has really done? Live Golf, uh, first of all, thanks for having me on, Adam. Uh, Live Golf is the disruptor in every sense of the phrase, and, and not in a good way either. Um, it's showing all of the cracks in the foundation of the PGA Tour that really none of us have paid much attention to over the years, but certainly there's water flowing from those that, that foundation now. And when sponsors begin to leave, and when players begin to leave, and when all of these things begin to just unravel for the PGA Tour, you have to, you're left wondering, as a fan of professional golf, at least on the men's side, what is there to like about this product anymore? Mm -hmm. we're, we're running out of reasons to continue to tune in when the likes of John Rahm, most recently, of course, uh, leaves. And his legion of fans, and even in my market where I live, I live just outside of Chicago, I can't watch John Rahm because it's not covered anywhere where I can <laughs> tune in uh, to watch him at Live Golf. So all of that to say, you're right. There, there's a lot of disruption going on in the world of uh, men's professional golf, and it's not, not going to help the game in any way. No, no, I don't think anybody wins by not really being able to watch Rom or like I'm not a Bryson DeChambeau fan. I would argue that of all the players who left to go to live golf, Phil Mickelson and Bryson DeChambeau were probably the only needle movers. Everybody else, you could be a great player. I think those are the only two guys that really noticeably impacted fandom and interest. Those are, I mean, nobody's knocked. DJ uh, Dustin Johnson's a Hall of Famer. Brooks Kepka's a Hall of Famer. Uh, I think Sergio Garcia's a Hall of Famer. I want to, to uh, bring up uh, something that Sergio and Rory McElroy had a conversation a few years ago about. Uh, but I think that the, the two guys I mentioned, Mickelson and DeChambeau, are really the only guys that, that impact the popularity of the game uh, to a mass audience. Well, they certainly are the most charismatic of that that group that you mentioned. And when you talk about 
how this reaches fans and 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 capturing new fans because everyone's talking about growing the game. All these guys going to live, just saying, oh, it's to grow the game, grow the game. It's not growing the game when eyeballs can't see you play golf. And even when we recently saw John Rahm, whether you believe the report or not, but I believe it to be true, uh, he's basically banned from talking to reporters until February. So how does that grow the game <laughs> when we can't hear these guys anymore? I mean, they're getting their paydays, sure, but come on, you're not doing this for anyone but yourself. So, John Rahm, what, for, I'll just ask this question uh, open-ended. What do you think John Rahm's like dollar value is to the based on what the PGA tour brings in what is John Rahm's value to the tour and how much does he earn on the golf course uh is he is he worth 20 million dollars to the PGA tour I would say he's he's closer to 20 million than he is to over 300 plus million that he's getting from live you know, if you believe the rumors, mm-hmm. you know, John Rahm is one of those players, as I wrote in my piece on, on golfunfiltered.com, we're not talking about this transcendent athlete that is known the world round, right? You know, we're not talking about a Michael Jordan or a Tiger Woods or any one of that. And so while certainly valuable to the PGA tour in terms of the, the ticket sales and people going to go watch John Rahm at these tournaments, he's not the keystone to the tour the, the pga tour is not going to fold because john rahm is no longer playing it. right uh it, it's the, the irony of all this adam is that we uh, today this monday is when q school is finishing on the pga tour right. the next breed of pga tour stars are coming on to tour today and there's always going to be someone else now i'm not trying to say that john rahm isn't a a massive talent. Sure. I don't know if he's a generational talent, but as far as his worth to the PGA Tour, it's up there, but he's replaceable. Yeah, and he's probably he's not even he didn't win the 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 pip or whatever that the that thing is. I think he finished third behind Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods, who doesn't even right. play anymore. That's really just an annual payment to make sure that that everybody remembers that Tiger Woods is great. At, uh, at Adam J. Fonseca from GolfUnfiltered.com is joining us here. So Rory McIlroy and Sergio Garcia used to be very good friends. I believe they stood in each other's weddings uh, when each got married. And Sergio was uh, singing the praises of going to live golf. This is the year... Uh, where he was still struggling on tour, and then he finally made the move to go. Uh, and Sergio told Rory that, if, if the story is true, that we're finally going to get what we deserve. Uh, and Rory said, what do we deserve? We're just golfers, man. Um, and so Sergio is making all sorts of money, and bless him. These guys are professional golfers, earned the money. But that tour doesn't create any money. It's just it's cartoon money. There's no worth in the month. It's worth it, worth it to them because they get it, but it's there's no value because that tour doesn't generate any money. I don't know how the PGA Tour competes with this. They can't. I, I don't either. I, I agree with you. I I don't know. I don't know if they have to either. I mean, if you look at it from a from a professional independent contractor, the phrase that everyone throws around about these tour players, if you look at it from their perspective, yes, go make as much money as you possibly can because this is your livelihood. I mean, who can argue with that? You know, obviously there's 
a lot of side arguments about the funding and all that. But the other side of it is the PGA Tour was around and will remain to be around before and after Live Golf. Now, Live Golf has a place in this larger sports landscape. They do. It's just a matter of, all right, well, what players want to go and make their own legacy in that upstart league? Because to your point, there is no other money coming in. And sponsors, uh, equipment sponsors uh, primarily, are the ones that really hold much of the future for Live Golf here. I mean, everyone talks about how much money uh, the public investment fund has. They still want to see a return on investment. This isn't just some open-ended <laughs> thing. Uh, and right now, they're not getting that return on investment. Getting nothing. And so, the, <laughs> zero. And so, it's a matter of right now, today, as we talk, the PGA Tour has the upper hand in that way. Insofar as they've got the sponsors, they've got the TV rights, they've got Tiger, they've got Rory. But is that enough to rest its laurels on? Unfortunately, only time will tell. Especially with Tiger. I mean, obviously, physically, he's not going to play anymore. Um, is this is John Rahm's move about Jay Monahan more than anything else? I think By the way, is. the P PGA um, Tour commissioner for people who don't know. Yeah, I, Jay Monahan. Let's just call it what it is, Adam. He screwed up royally during this whole thing. He he, the fact that he is still in his position is mind-boggling to me personally, mm -hmm. but. You can uh, go back to listen and listen to old John Rahm interviews leading up to his decision to jump to live. John Rahm has not been shy as far as what he thinks of the commissioner of the PGA Tour. In fact, there is an interview. Uh, the tournament is escaping me for now. But when asked about the mandatory requirement for him to play in certain tournaments while on tour as part of this response to live golf, he was taken aback. This had not been communicated mm -hmm. to him. And so... I believe, as he has said in not so many words, that he feels he got screwed over, as many players do yep. on the PGA Tour. And so this was maybe a stick it, stick it to you, Jay, move on his part. Uh, final thing about this, then I want to ask you one question about Tiger. Adam Fonseca from GolfUnfiltered.com. On June 6th this year, when they uh, announced the, the – at least the framework of a deal that probably isn't going to get done with the public investment fund. Maybe it will. Um, and they, I mean, that just blew everybody away. I remember when I saw it, I'm like, what the? Um, the fact that they did not let in the star players, Rory, Rom, uh, Spieth, the, the guys who really do move the needle to, to certain extents on the PGA Tour, those guys, the fact that they didn't know about it, to me, is the biggest failure in leadership. You can't let your star players be blindsided, especially those who have spoken out against the, the, what Live Golf is doing to the game. To me, that was the end of it. I didn't understand how Jay Monahan could keep his job a week, let alone still be in the position today. I'm with you. Um, Tiger, during his press conferences for the Hero World Challenge a couple weeks ago, made it very clear that he made it very clear to Jay Monahan this cannot happen again, especially for a tour that has been built on the backs, literally, of the players, and it's mm -hmm. supposed to be for the players. Being kept in the dark like that, it was clear that Monahan uh, and a few close uh, confidants panicked. They saw an opportunity for themselves and in doing so mm. they went completely against what they told all of 
the players to not do and to is take the money when in fact i mean adam if you're in their shoes if you're in a john rom shoes if you're in any of those players you're thinking wow we just got fleeced we just had the the uh, covers pulled over us or out from under us rather i would be surprised if more players before the first of the year don't jump quite oh, honestly. oh i think they will i don't think there's any question that there will be more players jumping i still don't think ultimately it i i hurts the pro game the, i think yes. the pga tour will still be the superior tour of the two uh but if you don't have status in major championships and you jump I mean, we're not going to see Abe Answer or Joaquin Neiman uh, play in majors, and those guys are major championship worthy. Taylor Gooch might have been the best player on the Live Tour this past year, and he's not going to play in a major. I mean, it's just it's yeah. staggering to me because they're not going to get world rankings points. Finally, before I say goodbye, um, would you agree Tiger looks physically, not mentally? I think he looks happier now, that he, even though he can't play anymore. I think he looks happier personally. But, man... It's hard to watch a guy who's not yet 50 years old just I mean there's just no freedom of movement at all. No, it, he's he's definitely not the guy that we uh, that I grew up watching. I mean, he's 7 years older than me and he looks 27 years older mm. than me. I mean, he's uh he's definitely at that point in his career. It's nice to see him out there as I tell all my friends who watch the game. This is just icing on the cake right now. It's all extra. Just enjoy it. Just go go watch highlights of the 2008 U.S. Open. That's all we need. I just want to see that again. Adam Fonseca at Adam J. Fonseca from GolfUnfiltered.com. Thank you very much, man. Uh, happy holidays, uh, and I'll talk to you in the new year. You as well, sir. Thanks again. You got it. Adam Fonseca here on the Adam Gold Show.